the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that's entitled, Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Something God wants every born again believer to do, including me and you. All of us who are born again have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate relationship with God Almighty. But unfortunately, not many of us have enjoy a close, intimate relationship with Him like God wants it to be. The good news is that there are things that can be done by each of us to increase the intimacy between God and us. There are pathways that the Bible tells us that each of us can follow that'll get us to the place where we have the close, intimate relationship with God that He desires us to have with Him. So let's learn about some of the pathways that'll help us to get there that is in a more intimate relationship with Him. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Let's turn to Jeremiah chapter 33. Let's learn a little bit more about the importance of drawing nigh to God. What is this importance of drawing nigh to God? Well, let me show you a few things, praise God, that I think might be a blessing to you. Maybe I might even show you one or two things that might be a blessing unto you. But my hope is that you got an ear to hear what the Lord is saying to you and don't pass up this awesome opportunity that God is inviting you to. Jeremiah chapter 33. We'll start reading in verse two, because God invites us to come near to him and let him show us some things so that he can show us some things. Praise God. Show us some things. Start verse two. Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formeth it to establish it. The Lord is his name. I like the Lord with his interests. He ain't trying to be all, all like, you know, super duper. He already is. Praise God. He's just trying to let you know what's really going on. God's telling you, look, the one that's talking to you is the Lord. Yahweh. Jehovah. The self-existing, self-revealing God. I am the creator thereof. Everything that you see was made by me, including the. Think about it. You're being called back to your maker. You're being called to get closer to your creator. You're getting you're getting closer to the one that made you, formed you, fashioned you. That's going to help you understand you. Because can't nobody help you understand you better than the maker of you. Because you've been going to other folk to find out who you are. You've been reading magazines and looking on TVs and programs to find out who you are. But God said, come here, come here, come here. Come to me. Verse three, call unto me and I will answer thee. And show thee great and mighty things which thou knewest not of. 
that thou knewest not. Call unto me. This is good because God is letting us know that if we call unto him and if we go unto him and go and, and get closer to him, then, then he's going to show us things that could never be seen unless he shows it to us. Things that could never be seen unless he shows it to us. That's why I say call unto, call unto me. That word call right there means to call out. The basic premise was that they didn't know where he was. So he says, call out to me, just call out to me. And I will show thee great and mighty things. It's called out through the idea of accosting. Which you don't just call out like, you know, no, no, you, you, you want somebody. Like for instance, if I was called out to this brother, I'd say, yo, Rico, stay there. Rico, don't ask him. Rico, Rico, Rico. Let's see, I'm getting his attention, praise God, because I'm accosting him. With my words, my words coming out and jugging him all upside his head, praise God, and hitting him all in his ears, praise God, to be able to make sure that he know I want him, praise God. Well, God says, well, I want you to speak to me like you know, I know you want me. Because a lot of people just call out the name because they heard that that's what they're supposed to do. God said, no, you ain't talking to me. Talk to me like you want me. Come to me like you want something. You hear me up here? Come to me like you want something. See, a lot of us don't go to God like we want something. We just go to God because we figure that's what we're supposed to do. And if we just get there, all things super duper going to happen to you. No, no, no. You got you to gotta want this thing. Come on, you got to want this thing. Look at your neighbor and say, I hope you want this thing. Because I sure do want this thing. Look at somebody else and say, I don't know if they really want this thing. Hey, Amen. I, I, I was just talking to them. I don't think they really want this thing. <laughs> you got to want this thing, baby. You got to want. Did y'all hear me? You got to want this thing. We getting a chance to talk to the creator of the universe. You got to want this thing. That's how that's part of how I got saved. It's quiet as kept, praise God. I used to work with a young lady, praise God. Cute little, cute little young lady, praise God. You know, that, that blew my mind automatically because I thought you had to be all old and ugly to, to be able to follow God. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> thought you had to be or plain Jane to follow God. I, that's what I thought. Praise God, but she, she, she was cute. Praise God. And love God, too. Hallelujah. I was like, dang. And then she's come back grinning and stuff like that to work and stuff like that. Now, but, you know, I was in the world, so you got to bear with me when I make these statements. Praise God. I used to come back to her and say, well, <laughs> who was you with last night? Homie show did ring your bell. Do, do, you know. And she said, no, 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 it's not like that. I said, well, who was you with? She said, God. And she smiled from ear to ear. I was with God. He talked to me. But she started telling me what he said. And I was a gar I was ex gambler. I was a gambler at that time, praise God. So I know how to keep a poker face. But I'm sitting there thinking on the house on the on the inside. You talk to God? What'd he sound like? What what did he say? She tell me stuff he'd be saying and I'll be tripping the heck out. And then she come back the next day, she grinning again. I said, What's his name? She said, Jesus. He sat and talked with me. She started telling me what he's saying. I'd be sitting there like on the edge of my chair, just listening, be like, oh, my goodness. Until one day, I, I just asked him. I just called out to him. I said, hey, hey, look, look, look. I know how to pray old English yet. I just say, hey, look. I said, this girl right here, she says she know you. I thought I knew you. I said, but um, one of us ain't a Christian. And I got a feeling it's me. Praise God. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do. You show me who you are. 
in such a way that I know, like 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 I know that I'm saved. Like that little girl do. I said, I'll follow you for the rest of the days of my life. That was on a Friday night, Sunday morning. He woke me up and showed me who he was because I called unto him because I wanted something. I wasn't playing no games. I want to know who you are. God wants us to talk to him like we want something. Properly, it means to call by name, address by name. If I could paraphrase, act like you know him when you're talking to him. Because this is personal. This is personal. God is saying, call unto me like you know me. Call unto me like we already know each other. Well, play me like I'm no stranger. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that you knew of not. I'll answer you. That word answer means to heed, pay attention. It means to heed, that is to pay attention. God said, I'll pay attention to you. So as you act like you want something, I'll pay attention to you when you act like you really want something. By implication, it means to respond, which means not only will he pay attention, but he'll respond. I spoke on Friday. He responded on Sunday. <laughs> and respond, didn't he, didn't he, didn't he, didn't he respond? Because by the end of the time that he finished talking to me through a man of God that was in a pulpit, I, at the end of that, I knew like I knew, like I knew, like I knew, like I knew that I was saved. I got exactly what I asked for and more. He responded. And if you ask on him and speak of him and call on him, he's going to ask or respond to you. I like this. By extension, it means to begin to speak. You say something, I'll say something. You speak up, I'll speak up. You begin to speak, I'll begin to speak. See, there are many things that God wants to show us, but he's waiting on us to call upon him. Many things he's waiting to show us. Specifically. Specifically, it means to sing. <laughs> Can you imagine getting sung to by God? Can you imagine getting sung to by God? Pretty soon you won't have to imagine. I've heard him sing. My God, it's beautiful. Brings tears to your eyes. So many of them that they start falling out and stuff like that. Praise God. But how about this? The response that you receive from God will be sweet music to your ear. Because when he starts talking to you, sharing with you things, then it's going to be sweet music to your ear. He said, I will show you, show thee great and mighty things that thee knew of not. That word show right there means to front. That is to stand boldly out opposite. He's going to front it. He's going to stand boldly out opposite to it. Just like Vanna White does to the numbers, to the letters that are in on, on the thing. When they say to, to on that wheel of fortune, they say, give me an E. And it goes ping, ping. And Vanna White goes switch her little tail over there, praise God. She touched the, the letter and touched the letter. And then she stepped her little narrow self over there and stands boldly out opposite to it so that you can make sure you see, that you see what it is that you just got. Well, God's about to stand boldly out opposite the stuff that it is that, that, that he wants to show you in such a way where that as you keep looking at God, you'll see everything that he wants you to see. Keep your eye fixed and focus on God. He's going to show you what he has in store for thee. By implication, it means to manifest. God's going to manifest some stuff to you. I like that. That means to make it real. Come on, just keep it real. That means to make it real. God's going to make some stuff real to you. Praise God. Re did I say real? Real to you. 
real to you in such a way was anybody else is probably trying to talk you out of it afterwards, but it's too late. It's real to you. Somebody else might try to bluff you out of it. Oh, that didn't really happen. Shut up, fool. It's real to me. Like people tell people tell me, ain't nobody talked to you. Ain't nobody told you to get up because he, yes, he did. In fact, when I when 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 he told me get up, and go to church, and I answered him too. Praise God. Talking to somebody and ain't even there in my mind. It ain't even visible. I can't even see him. Praise God. You know that should have scared the bejesus out of me. I should have been like running automatically. Praise God. But I was so calm because in the presence of the Lord, there's liberty and I'm free. And I told him, he said, go to church. I said, what I want to go to church for? Because this is what Satan had taught me. I said, ain't nothing in there but lames and hypocrites. What I want to go to church for? And he answered me. He said, which one of them hypocrites died on the cross for you? You ain't going for them. You're going for me. Now get up, put your clothes on, go to church. That was real to me. From that point forward, I've never been concerned about who's in church, who ain't in church, who's around church. I don't care nothing about it. Why? Because God's real to me. I come for God. I don't come for no other reason. Let me tell you all something. I love you, but I don't come for you. I come for God because y'all be here. Don't be here. Be around sometime. Don't be around sometime. I'd be disappointed, excited, disappointed, excited. I ain't got time for no yo-yo strength. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is anybody hear me up here? I love y'all. Don't take it personal, praise God, but you second to God. Praise God. Amen. God manifested that thing to me from that point forward. It was real to me. I understood exactly why I show up every time. And since he went to the cross for me, I show up. I got in the car, praise God, got ready to drive off and go to the church where my mama, where my mama died. Praise God. Where they told me that, that, that God needed another flower up in heaven. Foolishness like that because they didn't have no revelation. They try to use worldly statements like they do at funerals and stuff like that just to, you know, to, to tell you why folk died and you walk around all confused. And that because that, that bothered me. That was another one of the reasons why I was a little perturbed with this concept of God, because what, what you still what you kill my mama for if you need a flower. It's supposed to be a creator. Why don't you make a flower? Why you got to take my mama? Just kill. You took my daddy not, not, not enough too many years ago. And then a couple of years later, here come my mama after that. Only two people on earth that I really love like I should. And still wasn't the way I really should. Praise God. Amen. Because I hadn't loved her and love right yet. Praise God. And then you're going to take both of them. And I'm supposed to follow you. What? So you can take me too? I wasn't interested. I figured when we, I'm about 95, that's when I get saved. You're going to take me now. Praise God. <laughs> but he made it real to me. Don't go there. Turn here. Turn there. Make a left here. Make a right there. Park. Go in that building. Someplace I'd never been before. Didn't even know where it was. Got saved. God will make it. Don't make some stuff real to y'all. He's I'm going to show thee great and mighty thing. Specifically, it means to expose, predict, explain, and praise. It means to expose. God's going to expose some stuff to you. When To expose, it means it's already there. There's some stuff that's already there that God wants to show you. He's going to predict some things for you. We know it's not predict. That's their definition for it, predict. But it's not predict like he predicted. They ain't predicting like, oh, let me see, this might happen. No, he already know the end from the beginning. He's going to tell you what's going to happen. He'll explain it to you, which means whether he give it to you in one line or he give it to you in a, in a sentence, whether he give it to you in a paragraph, whatever it takes for you to get to understanding that you need, God will give it to you. And it means to praise, praise God. God will be able to do what's necessary for you to be able to receive praise as well as also be able to give praise unto him for what it is that he does and shows to you. 
He said he's going to show you the great and mighty things. That word great right there means great in any sense, which means I don't care what your definition of great is. It's going to be great. I don't care what you think is great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Anybody say great. Praise God. About to turn into a Tony the Tiger Christian. Praise God. That when you say what God been showing you stuff, you're going to be like, yeah, I'll tell you what he showed me. It was great. Praise God. And you ain't going to be no cornflake Christian either. Praise God. I like this great and mighty things. That word mighty right there in the literal Hebrew means hidden, hidden. They say there are things that are hidden from your view, but they're not hidden from his. There are things that's hidden from your view, but they're not hidden from his. Think about it. The self-existing, self-revealing God wants to reveal great and mighty things to us. He just wants to be who he is in your presence. He's a revealer and he wants to reveal some stuff to you. Great and mighty things that are hidden from us, but not hidden from him. Great and mighty things that we know nothing about, but he knows everything about. He said, and if you come in my presence, call unto me. I'll show them to you. And I'll show you things that you wouldn't even imagine. See, one of the things we need to understand, brothers and sisters, is God knows some stuff. That reason alone is a reason enough to call unto him. Because he knows some stuff. Turn over to First Samuel chapter 2, please. God knows some stuff. That alone is a reason for him to, for you to call unto him. Call unto him like you want something. First Samuel chapter 2. The God that you're going to be calling to knows everything. Everything. That's even more than everything. 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 Chapter two, verse three. It says, talk no more so exceeding proudly. It's trying to correct some people. Talk no more so exceeding proudly. Because a lot of us talk proud. Like we know something. They all act like we know something. And one thing we do know, we don't know nothing. But we, but we don't want nobody else to know. So we act like we know something. He said, talk no more exceeding proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth. The word arrogancy right there means impudence. A lot of us are just impudent. I mean, that's like cocky for having no reason to be cocky. A lot of us is cocky with no reason to be cocky. It'd be different if you had a reason to be cocky, but we ain't got no reason to be cocky. But we cocky anyway, like we know something. It also translates hardness. Hardness. Remember, out of the abundance of the heart does the mouth speak. So we speak hard because our heart is hard. When it's hard, you can't get nothing in there. God's like, loosen up. And shut up. And quit acting act, act, act all arrogant, acting all impudent. Like you know something. He said, for the Lord is a God of knowledge. And by him, actions are weighed. God is a God of knowledge. I love that about the Lord. God is a God of knowledge. He is God over knowledge. <laughs> God, God, God rules knowledge. God is supreme over knowledge. I don't care what you know. God, 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 no more because God is a God of knowledge. And how about this? This is the part that you really want to get excited about. And by him, that's the God of knowledge. Actions are weighed. See the word actions right there in the sense of affecting things in the sense of affecting things means performances. It means performances. Our performances are weighed by the God that knows everything. 
our performance, the things that we do are weighed by the God that knows everything. By implication, it also means an opportunity, which means that every opportunity is weighed by the God that knows everything. God knows whether or not it's a good opportunity or not. God knows whether it's a great opportunity or not. God knows whether it's any good or not. It'd be blowing your mind. You'd be saying, guess what? Somebody called me and they told me they go offer me this job. God weighed that thing already. And he already know that that ain't the one you're supposed to take. But you'll never know it until you call upon him. Because you're arrogant enough to think you already got it together because you you did the interview and you did the the, the, the resume and you and you put it in. And and they saw me and I, I interviewed great and, and I and I did all this and, and you don't even know. But God said, I know. And if you call unto me, I'll answer you. I'll respond to you. I'll explain some things to you. I'll expose some things to you. I'll show some things to you great and mighty things that you knew not of. Why? Because he's a God of love. God says, I'll weigh this thing for you. That word weigh means to balance. That is to measure out. To balance. That is to measure out. Come on, remember when folk used to cook? Praise God. I ain't talking about warm up. I'm talking about cook. Praise God. When they would measure out stuff, praise God. When they would measure out stuff. Some of y'all are laughing because you don't know it. Praise God, right? Folk used to cook, praise God, where they'd measure out stuff. You know, praise God. So you knew how much to put in, how much to put in. Because if you put too much in, you mess up the flavor, the taste, and all that kind of stuff, the consistency and everything else of what it is that you were making. Praise God. You had to put in the right amount. Praise God. Because you wanted you wanted mashed potatoes, not mashed potato soup. Praise God. You know, so you had to put the right amount in. I even, <laughs> you want grit, not grit soup. Praise God. Or, or, or some big thick paste that you like pump, putting it up to <laughs> Take your knife and cut it and cut your grits and stuff. <laughs> it wasn't measured out properly. But God knows how to weigh out some stuff, measure out some stuff. It's through the idea of leveling. God knows exactly how much to be able to, what to do and what, what, what should happen and what should not happen. And God weighs every action, which means he already knows ahead of time what we should do, what we should not do. That's exciting because that's the person that says, call unto me and I will answer you. I know every action you should make, every action you shouldn't take. I know I know how much you should do. That person that you that you love, it's okay, but not like you do. Because he'll let you know you love him too much, love him too little. You're spending too much time around him. Back off right now. Back off. Why? Because they're becoming your God. He'll tell you that. Praise God. He'll tell you you're looking desperate. Let them not answer. Don't answer the phone sometimes. Praise God. Y'all not working with me up here. Praise God. I'm trying to be in the spirit right now. Praise God. He'll tell you. Praise God. Y'all hard up acting. Praise God. Amen. He'll, he'll help you. Praise God. He'll weigh this thing out for you. Help you to be able to see what it is you need to do. But what we have to do is drop our arrogancy and just go ahead and let God show me in you what he knows. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the increased intimacy that God wants us to have in our lives. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of having increased intimacy with God like He wants with me and you. Because if you do, then you'll do what you need to do to follow the pathways to the increased intimacy that God's Word lays out for me and you so that God can get what He wants Increase intimacy with me and you. 
If you want to hit a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassett Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after social. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. Just call us up. We'll come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, if your New Year's resolution is to draw closer to God, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Later on, VIP transportation services available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving your breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let us be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee that you will be blessed. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Now stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.